Good morning, everyone. I am Jiyoung Kang, and I'm so glad to meet you all, although it's only online and one way today. I was ordained as a one Buddhist minister last month and assigned to the North Carolina Temple. It's my first appointment, so I am very excited and looking forward to meeting you all in person. Since it's my first time meeting with most of you, I'd like to share my personal story about why I decided to become a Chon Mu Chul Shin, an ordained devotee. Chon means completely. Mu means to make an effort. Chul means to devote. And Shin means body or self. So Chon Mu Chul Shin basically means a person who devotes him or herself completely and makes an all-out complete effort. So what brought me here? I'd like to share a part of the story with you today. I barely knew anything about One Buddhism until one of my dearest friends introduced me to my spiritual mentor, Wu Sanlim. 12 years ago in 2008. I was a bit surprised when I first met him because his appearance was not what I had expected. I had heard from my friend that Wu Sanim was a professor at a prestigious university as well as one of the highly respected Dharma teachers in Mon Buddhism. When I first met him, he was wearing an old shabby suit and carrying a worn-out briefcase. There was something different about him. And as I started to spend more time with Wu Sanning, learn from him, and observe how he lived his life, the more and more I wanted to model myself after him. While he was a lay teacher, I soon realized that through him, I was meeting the founding master Sotesan, the second Prime Dharma master Jongsan, and the third Prime Dharma master Tesan. Even though these masters are no longer physically living, the truth and the grace of their lives created a Dharma lineage that is available to us all and I was introduced to it through Wu Sanim. And I will always be grateful for this grace he shared with me. The teachings of Om Buddhism have been truly eye-opening to me. What caught my attention when I first read the principal book of Om Buddhism was this passage. The fundamental principles of all the world's religions are essentially one. But as different religions have long been established with different systems and expedients, methods, there have been not a few incidents of failure to reach harmony and dialogue between these religious groups. How could this be the original intent of all the Buddhas and sages? Wow. 
the frustration I had about conflicts among different religions and their exclusiveness melted away, and I saw a glimpse of hope that this teaching could bring to the world. And over time, one Buddhist teachings gradually moved my heart deeply and changed my life. When I was very young, I disliked my mother because she would discipline me and my brother almost every day. Back then, I felt scared, but as I grew up, my anger towards my mom grew as well. However, after I started learning about the fourfold grace, I could see myself changing. One day, I was eating lunch alone, and there was this side dish my mother made, changjodim, which is braised beef with soy sauce. When you prepare changjodim, you have to tear the cooked beef into small, thin pieces, and it takes a lot of time and patience. Up until then, I ne never thought about the time and effort my mother had to put in to cook this dish for me. I just took it for granted. But that day, it was a very hot day, and our kitchen was very small and had no air conditioning. And when I saw the changjodim, I suddenly pictured my mother tearing the hot cooked beef into pieces with her hands in our small stuffy kitchen. And in that moment, I could feel her utterly selfless love that has never changed. And then I started to think about the many things she did for me throughout my entire life. All those things I had taken for granted. It was the grace of parents. I couldn't even imagine the extent of my mother's grace. And this experience changed my relationship not only with my mother, but with my life. Through the grace of parents, I could truly feel the grace of heaven and earth, the grace of fellow beings, and the grace of laws in my heart. And the world around me didn't change, but I realized that I was living in a world full of grace. Bon Buddhism has changed my life in many other ways as well and I can't list them all in this short time. But among them is that I now trust myself. I still remember the very first retreat I went to. During our first evening, there was a time for journaling and we went around the circle sharing our entries. My mentor, Wu Sanim, was leading the retreat and he gave feedback. He gave us feedback. And when it was my turn, I sat on the cushion and started to read from my journal. My journal was about what happened that morning. 
I was supposed to arrive at 10 a.m. to get on the bus the group rented for the trip. But I woke up late around 9 a.m. and I started to blame myself while trying my best to get there as soon as possible. I finally arrived at around 10.30 and the bus couldn't depart because everyone on the bus was waiting for me. There you go again, Jiyoung. I said to myself, I hated myself for being late as it was my mistake I had been making over and over. And that night, my journal ended with a note to myself to never make the same mistake again and I even wrote down what I resolved to do. Wu Sanim carefully listened to my entry and he said that we should never blame ourselves. Each of us is a Buddha, and I am a Buddha. We all have the Buddha nature within, so we should treat ourselves as the most precious presence in the world. At first, I couldn't believe what he said because it was all so new to me, and I couldn't believe that I was the most precious presence and had infinite potential within. But for the last 10 years that I have worked and studied with him, even when I felt at my lowest, Wu Sanim truly trusted me and never doubted my potential. Buddha, am I really? Gradually turned into, I may be. And that was, but that was not the only reason I chose this path. Every time when I went to retreats at the headquarters of Om Buddhism to meet the Prime Dharma Master and other retired senior members of Om Buddhism, I felt I was also meeting the founding Master Sutesan and his successors, Masters Chongsan and Tesan, through my heart. I could feel that the founding master Sutesan was the new, new Buddha of the new world. And I could feel that masters Chongsan and Tesan best recognized master Sutesan's great plan and vision and that they devoted themselves completely to realizing it to realizing the vision despite indescribable difficulties and all the senior members who have enshrined these masters in their hearts and dedicate themselves to developing every corner of the one Buddhist community we enjoy today, even in the face of countless hardships. All of them say that they will come back, return to one Buddhism in their next life so they can continue to realize the Master's great plan and vision of saving all sentient beings and curing the world. I can still feel the sincerity of the senior members, and it strengthens me. I feel this is why the Dharma of One Buddhism and the One Buddhist community 
are the hope of the world. When I was young, I had this vague dream of building a world where everyone could live in peace and harmony. In following that dream, I studied education, counseling, and so on. But it was one Buddhism that resolved my doubts, frustration, and thirst that I had experienced along the way. I chose the path of being a Chon Mu Chul Shin, an ordained devotee, because I wanted to follow the same path that the masters and the senior members had followed. That was all. I was so certain that the great vision of saving all sentient beings and curing the world, my childhood dream, would be realized if I follow this path with them. The ultimate purpose of the one Buddhism is not just to save ourselves and a few others we meet. The purpose is to save all sentient beings and the whole world together. And one does not have to be a one Buddhist to participate in this goal. Regardless of religious background, race, or nationality, anyone can become masters of the world if they are willing to take the responsibility for the future world and make a sincere effort towards it together. And when more of us do this together, the sooner the great vision will be realized. It has been only two weeks since I came here and I spent most of the, most of the time in quarantine. But I am already so impressed by a heartfelt warm welcome from many members and by the depth of discussion and insights I felt at the Thursday Dharma study groups and by the fact that there are so many of you who attend, who attend weekend Dharma services through YouTube live streaming. The comment that I heard the most from people before I came here was that it's a big temple. You would have a lot of work to do. And even after I got here, I heard from several members that I've got big shoes to fill. As you all know, Reverend Ginger has done a wonderful job and her presence meant a lot to many members and to Reverend Wongong as well. So I feel worried on one hand. But on the other hand, I feel hopeful and excited because there are so many sincere, warm-hearted fellow practitioners who are walking this path together. Thank you. <laughs>